from the dark web to your radio dial. You are listening to CyberTalk Radio on News 1200 WOAI. Welcome to CyberTalk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, a 20-year internet security veteran. Uh, this week, I'm joined by Brian Garcia of uh, Tech Talent South. And uh, Brian, thank you for coming on the program uh, to talk with us today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brett. I'm, I'm really, really excited to be here. Okay, so we're in the South, so that portion makes sense. But what did Tech Talent South, what do you all do? We are a, a coding boot camp, a regional boot camp here uh, with a campus in San Antonio. We have about 10 other locations spread out throughout the South um, and starting to seep into other portions of the country where far west is Phoenix, uh, far north is Columbus. And so it's I don't a, think Phoenix or Columbus would either consider themselves the South. So do you guys rebrand up there, Tech Talent Midwest, or is it still Tech Talent South? It is still Tech Talent South. Trust me, we have gotten some, some really funny questions on Facebook about, you know, is this in Columbus, Ohio? Is there another Columbus somewhere else in the South that we just don't know about? I would bet there's a Columbus, Texas. You know, there's, there's everything Texas. So yeah. uh, I'm sure, you know, I'd put money on that bet. There you go. So coding boot camp. So uh, explain to our, our listeners out there um, who should be applying and, and what's your overall mission? What are you guys trying to accomplish? Yeah, we, uh, we cater to everybody who wants to, to do something big, to learn a new skill. Um, we're a full stack coding boot camp. So we go through HTML, CSS, and even before that on the command line and end up with you know Ruby on Rails as our, our bread and butter. Um, we have people who, you know, want to take their their business to the next level, want to code, you know, their own websites or have an app idea that they have. We also have people who want to jump into the software development role in some capacity. They're not happy with their current lifestyle and they want to try something new. And so that's what we, we cater to here uh, in San Antonio and, and again in all of the other campuses that we have. Yeah. So for our listeners that are not familiar with all of the uh, the tech acronyms yet, maybe they're thinking about software development. So when you said uh, you have full stack HTML, CSS, what is what are those? And uh, in programming, where would people interact with them even if they're not a developer? Yeah. So your HTML, CSS, those are going to be your front end languages that you're going to use to actually style a website. So every time you're on a website, you're interacting with the HTML, CSS, some JavaScript. Um, and some different components with that. And so, as you said, Brett, the full stack is the, the front end, which is the HTML, CSS, and also the back end, um, which how everything kind of works together. And so there's two different types of people. Some people are very creative. They love the, you know, the creation of a website, um, how an app looks. Um, those are going to be your front end people. And then there's going to be people who really enjoy, you know, working on um, different applications, how they actually interact um, with the server and, you know, different computers so those are going to be your back-end people um, we cater to everybody uh, we yeah. believe that having a full stack education really makes you a well-rounded individual um, and you get to choose then what you decide to do in the future yeah so you're you're going through it's important uh, to know a little bit about all of them if you're going to specialize in one area it's uh, just it, as we all go get kind of that quote high school education maybe you're going to go to college and specialize in a certain area but you need to still understand English and math and science and all the things that are basic. If you're going to become a computer programmer, you need to have some understanding of how the front end interacts with the back end and have a basic level of knowledge all the way across the whole area, even if you're going to write um, a code primarily in a specific area going forward as your your career evolves. So that, that front end uh, that Brian was talking about is 
um, hypertext markup language, HTML, that's the, the basis of what the World Wide Web was built on. Um, over time, ways to make it look clean and consistent, websites hopefully look better today than they did 20 years ago when it started, that's the CSS, the content style sheets, and this allows us, we have mobile devices now and tablets and uh, computers with all sorts of different types of monitors hooked up to them. This is what allows the web to look good across all of those uh, different form factors. And uh, if you didn't have a content style sheet in there, then you end up with these uh, websites. Maybe you've seen some of them where it's a little square box in the middle of your big screen or on your mobile phone. You, you, the font's too big and you've got to scroll around multiple screens and it doesn't, you got to go left to right and up and down to be able to see what's going on on that website. Um, and then as, as it went through, so he had mentioned uh, Ruby on Rails, and that's, uh, well, we can talk a little bit more about that and, and what you would be learning there. But the the back end of a, a website or an application, this is like if you type in something and hit a button on that website, that's where the back end gets engaged. So if you wanted to write the code that, that did something interactive, um, that is that back end code. The HTML and CSS is not interactive. It's just all about the layout and what does the website look like. Um, and then there's this JavaScript stuff in the middle, which is front end, back end, maybe a bit of both. And yeah, so uh, the, as you're learning some of these things in different languages um, and different uh, programming capabilities, uh, you'll uh, get to figure out which areas do you enjoy the most. Exactly. And, you know, I, I went through the part time class myself. Uh, without any prior knowledge other than, you know, simple coding that I used for MySpace back in the day. And uh, I realized that it, you're exactly right. It's a lot like building on, on a subject in math and in school. You have to learn how to do arithmetic on, on a piece of paper before you use a calculator. And I remember a specific example of utilizing Bootstrap um, instead of CSS and being so frustrated because I, I struggled with the CSS because it's, it's a challenging subject. Um, and then being able to implement Bootstrap kind of tied everything together, and it, it made the, um, you know, going back to the calculator analogy, I can now use the, you know, the calculator because I know what's going on in the CSS. So that's one, like like I said, one of the things that we really, um, we're really proud of is the um, the full stack program. Uh, makes you a well-rounded individual. Yeah. So how long have you, you had the San Antonio location open? We've been here uh, close to a year. Um, as a company in whole, as a whole, we've been here for four years or I say here, but around for about four years. Yeah. Uh, and where was your first location? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, so Georgia. our, our startup, our founder, Betsy, um, she actually went through a code boot camp out in Chicago and realized that there was a, a need for that in the South. And at the time there wasn't anything, you know, present. She was living in Atlanta, decided this is going to be headquarters. Uh, just kickstarted in Atlanta and then eventually moved up to Charlotte where the headquarters is currently um, and have a, we have a huge, huge presence in the triangle out there um, and it's just kind of spread out across the states. Yeah. So if um, I were to go enroll um, in Tech Talent South, how does the application process go and then when do we, we start? Do I go to a classroom? Walk me through what is my, my life as a Tech Talent South student. Yeah. So... Ideally, um, you get to meet with me first. I'm the community organizer here for San Antonio. Um, out at VentureX, we, we actually host our classes up uh, 281 Stone Oak area. And uh, I'd walk you through everything, answer every question that you may have about you know the future, what the class is going to be like. 
and then set you up with our student success manager um, for San Antonio. It happens to be Mary Kay. She's actually based out of the East Coast. Um, walk you through kind of expectations, guidelines, you know, some give you some some tips and tricks to be really successful in the class. Um, and we have a, a good variety of classes here in town. Um, so as I mentioned, we have our code immersion class. That's kind of our bread and butter. Um, but we actually have a JavaScript app dev class. And, and currently wrapping up uh, this week is our DevOps and continuous integration course. So uh, depending on what you're looking to do in the future, uh, kind of help you out and, and guide you into the class. Yeah. So when you're so you can take individual classes. It's not you. You're not necessarily enrolling for a uh, full sort of I'm going to call it a certification or degree program. Correct. Correct. We we take people. Some you know some folks have coded in the past and you know got out of the industry want to jump back in and and learn a new language. You know I know Rails hasn't been around too too long. Not in the and, grand scheme of things. Exactly. And so some people want to you know jump in and and really get their feet wet. You know I tell people all the time coding is not like riding a bicycle. You have to continually practice um, to be good at it um, and to keep sharp. And so um, trying to instill those those values into the students is is my favorite part of the job because I really get to interact with them on a one to one basis and and help them out. Yeah, and the the way I, I'm commonly de- describing software development, it's speaking a foreign language, uh, and if you don't use that foreign language, even if you know it, you're going to get rusty at it. And the the difference between talking to a person and a foreign language. Uh, or a different language uh, that you don't always use, so maybe your secondary or third language, um, that person will be able to deal with you making some grammatical errors. Mm-hmm. Computers don't understand grammatical errors. It's it's either right or it's wrong. So if you haven't coded in a while and you make a few small errors, you're going to get errors back, and, and it's not going to compile. It's not going to work. It, the code won't run. It'll have bugs in it. So... Um, people communicating in different languages if you're talking to them you can be rusty um, you can have some gaps in your knowledge uh, and still carry on a conversation and get things done on the software world you need to be able to write code that at least doesn't have any errors in it you still may have some bugs which is an interesting thing to still talk about you can have no errors but you have bugs um, and, and in that world though if you can learn or if you already know two languages and you're afraid of computer programming it's nothing but learning another language. So if, if you already know two languages, you're well on your way to being able to program. Um, and even the state of Texas, from an education perspective, now has um, certified computer programming languages for high school. Um, you could satisfy your, your foreign language requirement or your secondary language requirement um, through computer programming. Uh, if you're a university admissions officer out here listening to our program right now hey will you please start taking python or java or others uh, to satisfy the foreign language requirement on your university admissions because um, kids can do this in high school now but they really can't get into college um, if they didn't take spanish or french or german or one of the other or latin or one of the traditional spoken or written foreign languages Um, the universities have not kept up with the high schools here which is I find it kind of interesting anyways yeah it's it's a little backwards you know in my opinion I share that same uh, same opinion as you and and you're exactly right you know language language learning in general um, is a challenge you know if I want to learn Spanish or French and I don't have another language it's going to be hard Um, but if I already know Spanish and I want to learn French it makes that a lot easier. So I tell folks all the time who want to take the class who maybe have some HTML, CSS background, it makes learning a new language that you don't know that much simpler because you already have the foundational knowledge. You know how everything is supposed to work um, and you jump right in. And 
And so, yeah, it, it makes it a lot more uh, accessible. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like with a, a DevOps and continuous integration, continuous uh, deployment, development uh, class, it, it even experienced software developers uh, that may not be working in that type of environment today could uh, come to Tech Talent South and use that to um, expand or broaden their skills. Without a doubt. This was actually the first uh, DevOps class that we ran in San Antonio and only the second in Texas. Uh, we have a campus out in Dallas that had kicked off a couple of weeks before we did, um, but they go through the whole gamut of, of information. I mean, it, that one's a very immersive course. It's a 12-week program all day, um, as it should be. It's a, it's a brand new, in the again, in the grand scheme of things, um, kind of language. And so we want it to be as immersive as possible and be able to ask the instructor who actually drives down from Austin. Um, we're really happy with you know being able to u- utilize his skill set um, to help the students you know, be as successful as possible. But yeah, they go through the whole gamut of information. You're listening to 1200 WAI. This is Cyber Talk Radio, and I'm joined this week by Brian Garcia from uh, Tech Talent South. Uh, they're located up at the Venture X uh, co-working space. It's a, a new one. Many folks maybe have heard about Geekdom downtown. Um, there's uh, Venture X is an, another in uh, our city um, up on the north side off of uh, 1604 near the Santerra area. Um, and so as our uh, tech industry expands across the city and as entrepreneurship uh, continues to grow, I think we will see uh, more of these uh, types of centers and uh, communities inside of the overall bigger community of San Antonio uh, forming and coming online. So uh, it's good to see you guys uh, up there uh, for folks on the north side. So you had mentioned um, on the DevOps just before that uh, interlude there that that's an all-day um, class for 11 or 12 weeks. Uh, and so if I was a, a working professional, are there uh, options for me to uh, work during the day and do something at Tech Talent South? Or how does that fit? Uh, or do your options fit into my work life? Without a doubt. So we love the fact that we're really, really flexible with some of the course offerings that we have. As you mentioned, the DevOps class is an all-day class, and that's not for everybody. Our full-time code immersion class is four days a week, Monday through Thursday, um, from 8 in the morning to 11 in the morning, with about an hour after for, for office hours, one-on-one with the instructor. And again, that may not be for everybody as well. People have full-time jobs that just don't have the flexibility to, to get out there and spend four hours in the morning. So we offer a part-time night course twice a week from 6 in the evening to 9 in the evening. Um, as I mentioned, twice a week, same amount of course material, but it's it's condensed even you know further, um, and we really rely on the students to do some outside, you know, homework. That's a huge component of the courses, but we're there twenty four seven just about to help make sure they're as successful as possible. Yeah, and and for uh, the listeners here, you this is Cyber Talk Radio. We're talking about coding and software development education. Uh, this is if you're new to the program, this is a frequent topic for us because we're um, short of folks with these skills and capabilities. Uh, not just in San Antonio, but all across the U.S. There's hundreds of thousands of cybersecurity jobs open today. Um, those cybersecurity jobs require technical fundamentals before you can learn how to write bug-free code or how to find security flaws in code so you can fix those. You have to have the basic knowledge of how to write software. Or from a DevOps perspective, 
You have to understand how to deploy applications to production environments. You have to understand how to build and compile code and how all of those process steps works to be able to then um, layer that next set of knowledge on to secure everything. So uh, this is an important one we like to present uh, out to uh, our San Antonio listening audience on 1200WAI. Uh, what options are available to them in this area to add those tech skills um, is technology is permeating every industry everywhere. I mean, if you um, look at a, a, your bank, more likely than not, you use uh, your cell phone to interact with your bank now more often than you use a bank teller. So uh, that bank is a technology company at this point. Uh, you go through uh, with our uh, HEB here, big grocery. They've got a curbside pickup. You can go on their website now. You can uh, order your groceries and drive up to HEB and pick them up. Um, you can now, with their acquisition of uh, Favor, a tech call technology company, they've got a whole bunch of delivery services and other things coming. So um, even a grocery store is now a technology company. And if you're um, younger and earlier in your career, maybe you're in high school still or just came out into the professional world and you're figuring out where do you go and what do you do, having technology skills are going to be critical for your career employment over the next 20 and 30 years. Without a doubt. I actually had a meetup last night on why entrepreneurs should learn to code. Uh, everybody from my girlfriend owns her own clothing boutique here in San Antonio and she runs a website. And so she has to have those skills um, to be as successful online as possible. And as you mentioned, from banks to HEB, code and technology development is is permeating into every sector uh, of our community and getting the, the young youth in, in front of technology as at an early age as possible is only going to help us in the future here in San Antonio and you know across the country. If you're listening to us live on 1200 WAI, we're going to take a break here at the bottom of the hour for a news, traffic, and weather update. Um, when we come back after that break, uh, Brian and I are going to dive into uh, some kids coding uh, and some programs there that they have uh, tied into uh, helping the youngsters uh, learn about technology and, and coding and getting going there. Uh, if you are listening to us uh, on a rebroadcast uh, via iTunes or Pocket Cast on an Android or via our YouTube channel or all the other ways you can stream our content online, uh, even on the iHeartRadio website, it's there as well. And also, if you're going to leave us and you wanted to be able to hear um, the rest of what we're going to talk about, as well as uh, some free sessions that uh, Brian runs there as part of Tech Talent South, uh, so where you can come in, uh, get a chance to interact, and um, just like the event that he had mentioned about uh, entrepreneurs learning to code, um, there's more that are coming up in the future. Uh, so we will talk about some of those after that bottom of the hour break. If you're not going to be able to stick with us uh, on the air, then you can uh, listen to the rebroadcast of this one uh, on Tuesday. It'll air on Tuesday, March 13th. Uh, it'll be posted up online. Uh, and you can go to our website at www.cybertalkradio.com uh, to see this episode as well as um, all of the other past episodes. There's uh, lots of great programs going on uh, for uh, kids learning to code. Um, we've had on uh, Youth Code Jam in the program in the past, so you could learn uh, more about that big annual event and some of the things those folks are doing there. But uh, if you're a parent in the San Antonio area, there's lots of things that uh, you can do to expose your kids to technology. Um, and this is something... Uh, out there for uh, everybody, as, as Brian was saying, uh, even his girlfriend is running a clothing boutique, is uh, learning web design. You, without a doubt. And um, on the Kids Code, we are extremely passionate at Tech Talent South about 
being able to, to teach some kids some basic skills, some HTML, CSS, um, and a little bit of Ruby, um, and implement those uh, in their own website, in their own way. Uh, it's a four-week free program that we offer at some different libraries around town, um, and I absolutely love that part of my job because I get to work with the kids, and we actually have some students from the class as well who come out and help you know teach these these little ones basic web design and for me the best part about you know finishing up those classes is I can now tell the students those little kids you've done more um, in the last four weeks than 99% of, of Americans have you now know how to you know make simple lists online uh, anchor tags putting pictures and and making everything kind of work together um, in a simple static website and that's really exciting for me because all it takes is a little spark to ignite that flame inside of them to hopefully take advantage of some programs in the future that they'll have throughout high school, throughout college, um, and in their post postgrad career. Yeah. Yeah. For if you're a teacher out there listening to a man, I wish I could get my kids involved in this kid's code. Uh, it find out uh, via, we'll talk a little bit more about where you can go to uh, share this information with students in your class so they can go to some of those sessions at the libraries around town. Uh, so, uh, what brought you to uh, Tech Talent South? The segue here a little bit as we head into our bottom of the hour break. Yeah, I um, it kind of a, it was a perfect storm for me. I previous life I worked in sports, and I wanted to. I've always wanted to be in the startup world. We still consider ourselves a startup, and it was a perfect opportunity to connect myself with the tech community here in San Antonio, which I'm, I'm very very passionate about, um, and bring some education to some people who really really want to learn something new, and the position opened up. Uh, I applied, you know, got to talk to to Betsy and Suzanne, some of our, um, you know, leadership team out in Charlotte, and could really feel the passion that they have for the um, for the organization, and could really feel a passion for the students that they they carry every day, um, and it just makes my life so much easier because I know that what I'm doing is actually making a, a difference in the community, um, whether big or small, um, makes me happy every day. So. I'm very, very lucky and blessed to be here um, and hopefully continue doing that for a while. Yeah. So as uh, being in town for a year now, does uh, do you guys have goals on uh, growth and additional programs? So is there anything that you would like from feedback from our audience? Because uh, folks may be able to come on to Facebook or Twitter. They can share uh, information back to you. Without a doubt, we're always looking for feedback. We're always looking to for ways to continue to grow the program here in San Antonio um, again, being that we're only we've only been here for about a year, our course offerings are, are relatively limited to those three that I mentioned earlier. But we're continuing to grow. We have an iOS um, course that we're about to start here soon, and also a next level Rails for people who want to, you know, continue their education on the Rails side um, with Ruby. And so we're always looking to bring new classes here to San Antonio. We just need the uh, the community to be active and interested in it, and and we can make it happen. So in order to find Tech Talent South on the internet, if I go to my favorite search engine and type in Tech Talent South, will it come up? What's, what's the domain in your website and all of that information? www.techtalentsouth.com will lead you right to the homepage, and then you can go, you can loot, uh, view all of the cities. Um, San Antonio will be on the bottom of the list because it's, it's S. Um, yeah. And click that, and then you'll see the San Antonio homepage, all the course offerings that we have for the rest of the year. Um, and then there also should be a link to the meetup page where we host our, our kids codes and some of the other events uh, here in the community. Okay. Yeah. And if you're uh, looking for that, we'll have a, a blog post up on uh, Tuesday 
um, after this is aired. If you're listening to it online already and you found it on a podcasting service, um, you can check out that blog post if you just uh, Google for CyberTalk Radio and Tech Talent South or uh, Bing or pick your favorite search engine, maybe if you're security conscious about tracking, you're using DuckDuckGo. So if you, you were to look online for uh, CyberTalk Radio and Tech Talent South, We'll have links to the Tech Talent South website and uh, additional uh, supporting information, other episodes of our program that would be uh, useful for you to listen if you did want to learn more about uh, software development and uh, secure coding and uh, all of the things related to education here uh, to get you into the cybersecurity community and filling up some of those jobs. Uh, We are going to take a quick break here for a news, traffic, and weather update at the uh, bottom of the hour, and we will be back on Cyber Talk Radio. Welcome back to Cyber Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, a 20-year internet security veteran. I'm joined this week by Brian Garcia from Tech Talent South, uh, a new to San Antonio business and still really a startup uh, overall itself, uh, founded uh, about four years ago. Uh, if you wanted to learn more about a little the high-level history of Tech Talent South, you'll be able to listen to the rebroadcast of this uh, online. Uh, via our website at www.cybertalkradio.com. It'll be up on Tuesday, March 13th. If you're already listening to us online, thank you for uh, finding our content, subscribing there. Uh, You can share feedback with us if you'd like uh, future guests, topics, things we should cover more often, maybe things we should talk about less. uh, On our Facebook page uh, or on Twitter, uh, you can see us at either of those places at CyberTalkRadio. Uh, so, Brian, before we, we talk through uh, kind of what you guys have rolled out in San Antonio over the last year, um, you're adding some new things for iOS. And uh, for those maybe that haven't heard the word iOS, uh, this is on your iPhone. Um, that's the operating system on there. And if you, you could learn how to write applications uh, that would be able to be deployed in that app store for an iPhone. So you guys are rolling that out. Uh but I want to go ahead and just into a little bit of why San Antonio. So started in Atlanta, headquartered in Charlotte. As you, you're looking at cities across America, um, why do you did Tech Talent South believe that San Antonio would be a place where people are going to show up and want to learn about technology? Yeah, that's a great question. And that's one that we get asked pretty frequently. One thing that we're really proud of as, as San Antonians is, is our ability to adapt and to continue to grow. Um, and Tech Talent South saw that San Antonio has the ability to continue to grow the tech community, especially here uh, downtown and, like I said, up in Stone Oak. And so we're really proud of finding markets that are a little underrepresented. Um, New Orleans is another one that we're out uh, in currently, Phoenix, uh, Columbus. Everywhere we feel um, has the ability to continue to grow, and, and we really want to be able to impart uh, our mark Uh, in the tech community there and and be a proud member of those communities. And so we'll always be looking for for areas that really need something to take them over the edge um, and make them competitive, make, you know, hopefully bring, be able to bring an Amazon or a Hulu, you know, Hulu just moved here to San Antonio, um, make those communities a little more uh, accessible. 
Oh, and uh, as we look at at tech jobs and growth, uh, our cybersecurity sector here, uh, for the new listeners to the program, or if you just happen to turn us on your dial and you're uh, driving around on Saturday night, um, we talk often about what's going on in the cybersecurity community here. There's um, over 100 companies here in San Antonio. A lot of that cybersecurity work is uh, pretty quiet because uh, it happens for some of the three-letter agencies. Um, there's a number of uh, companies also serving uh, private sector clients, and uh, really any medium or larger business uh, also is starting to add cybersecurity personnel into their own organization. Um, and so if you uh, wanted to understand more about maybe some of those uh, Department of Defense uh, or other agency-related jobs uh, for folks that are, are not enlisted, uh, you can uh, check out Port San Antonio. Uh, we've had Jim Persbach on the program here, so you could listen to a past episode about Port San Antonio, uh, which is not a harbor. We don't have boats. but uh, So go check out uh, that rebroadcast and uh, listen to Jim explain what's going on at Port San Antonio where a lot of the cybersecurity work happens uh, in and around there in that community in San Antonio. Uh, and I think we've got the, the growth there. Um, and as we've seen um, through the history of San Antonio, as uh, healthcare really started to take off um, and become more advanced and more complex, um, the San Antonio workforce um, added healthcare education across here, whether it's uh, down at the high school level with health careers, all the way up to all sorts of other programs, um, both uh, kind of professional certification and in institutes such as Tech Talent South uh, in the, the tech world, uh, the healthcare, there's those options all the way through to uh, community college and four-year and, and even in the medicine world up to PhD programs uh, so that uh, you can become a, a doctor and even research scientist on that healthcare side. We've seen San Antonio uh, evolve uh, through that over the last 20 and 30 years, and I think it was w we head into this real uh, tech expansion and revolution uh, where tech is going to consume a large portion of our overall economy. The San Antonio workforce is going to get there thanks to the uh, programs uh, such as Tech Talent South and uh, other options uh, all across uh, this city for you to be able to um, advance your own skills and uh, learn the things needed to uh, have a great job and a, a great life in a, a city with uh, wonderful options um, outside of work. Exactly. And, and as you mentioned, you know, tying the whole tech community together is, is very, very important for Tech Talent South. We want to be able to, to be a leader here in the community, but we also realize that our program isn't for everybody. Um, and that's okay. Just like every college isn't for every student, uh, we want to have the students make the best decision that, that works in their schedule, their timeline, what they're looking to do. Um, and there's plenty of, of opportunity here in San Antonio for everyone to, to succeed. Um, we just have to, you just have to want it. Um, and that's what we're really proud of. So, Brian, if I, I was a, a business owner uh, or I'm a, a departmental manager and it, I'm thinking, man, I maybe I can figure out how to get some of my folks over to the Tech Talent South campus, but I really want a big group of uh, my employees to have the opportunity to go through a set of curriculum together and learn things. Um, how uh, does Tech Talent South or do, does Tech Talent South work with uh, companies on uh, curriculum and training? Yeah, Brett, two years ago, I would have said, well, I'd be happy to take your folks and bring them over to a class. Now, because of the growth that we've had you know, throughout the company, we actually have a department that's their sole responsibility is to, to reach out to companies like yourself um, and tailor curriculum directly to what you're looking to do. So if you needed all of your employees to learn JavaScript, for example, um, and you have the specific need for, for that, 
we can tailor a curriculum to exactly what you're looking to do, bring in an instructor on your time. If that's, you know, nine o'clock at night, we can make it happen. If it's seven o'clock in the morning, you know, it doesn't make a difference for us. We really want to be as accessible as possible. We've actually started rolling out a lot of these corporate relationships on the East Coast. And as we continue to grow, those will continue to move farther out west. And we're really proud of those relationships. It's one of the, the pillars that we stand on in the community because it, it gives us another leg to stand on. Um, but it also helps everybody out. We want to bring education to everybody. We want to make it as accessible to anybody who wants to learn. I mean, it's something, you know, Betsy and, and the leadership group saw a need for. And we started to, to grow that side of the business. We've had great success uh, with a couple colleges, uh, specifically here in Texas. We've worked with Texas Tech University out in Lubbock. We've worked with some on the East Coast and a, a good amount of companies out uh, in the Charlotte Triangle as well um, who are looking to, to do exactly that. And, and we're happy to help with that. So if you uh, are a business uh, out there in San Antonio thinking about upskilling or cross-training uh, your employees, Brian, where could uh, they reach out to, to you or to the Tech Talent South team to uh, talk about this in further detail? Yeah, they can always email me at brian at techtalentsouth.com, brian with an I, B-R-I-A-N, um, and I'd be happy to push their information over to Daryl, our uh, director of corporate partnerships. He's fantastic. He's, I mean, I have to always ask where he's at because it seems like he's never in one place for long, from Atlanta to Raleigh to New Orleans. He's a traveling machine, um, and he's happy to come down to San Antonio and, and have you know that second and third level conversation with people to, again, determine what exactly they need um, and how we can best help them. From that first uh, email or phone call uh, to y'all, how long does it take to get a, a program uh, up, running, and scheduled? For specifically for the uh, the corporate side, yeah, um, depends on how robust the, the program you're looking to do. I mean, I'm sure we can do anything from two weeks, you know, out. We can develop something. We have a, a good groundwork already laid in place of if you're not looking for something too custom, but you know, we have a, a pretty solid team that is very capable of, of putting something really, really strong together for you. I and mean, we could have something up in a month, I'm sure. Yeah. So if you think about the, the time to develop a, an internal program and curriculum yourself, hire trainers and all of that, I mean, this is something if it's in your goals uh, for the first half of 2018 of, man, we need to get something up and running and people trained, um, you can do that here. This is an option to uh, get that done, get it going and get started now uh, working with someone that's uh, executed this for uh, a number of businesses out there to help folks, uh, whether they're learning JavaScript or whether you're teaching your ad IT admin department DevOps, uh, whether you're teaching your software developers continuous integration and continuous uh, deployment so that uh, that code's getting tested all the time as it's being written. Uh, there's lots of things uh, that um, every business should be teaching uh, their teams in order to modernize uh, what they're doing uh, and uh, get some good productivity gains uh, because the hardest thing for almost every business out there as we, we talk about the talent shortages is um, everyone has more on their plate than they can get done every day. And with some of the modern uh, tools and techniques, you can make uh, all of the members of your team more productive. And that can be the equivalent of, of hiring somebody because you're going to get uh, take a bunch of things off of people's plates uh, as they use more modern methods to do it more efficiently. Without a doubt. I mean, you look at a whole team, let's say you had five developers who really wanted to learn something different. Um, the the curriculum that we can develop and bring in and, and help you know teach those people would be over the long run a lot 
you know, more cost effective than bringing on one or two other folks to, you know, have those skills already. And so we realized that we, again, we saw a need for that in the market where people or organizations really wanted to integrate their staff with a new language, uh, a new way of doing things. Um, and you hit the nail on the head. We, we really want to make it accessible for everybody. One of the uh, items we had talked about uh, during that bottom of the hour break was uh, the fact that you guys have a, a female founder yourself. Um, how, do, how do you think, and, and I mean, if you have some comments from, from her in the past, about um, technology um, imbalance in the workforce with uh, females learning to code, learning to do technology, what sort of success rates do you see on the, the females that come into Tech Talent South versus the males who can maybe help us dispel some of these rumors that women can't do tech? Yeah, uh, Betsy is incredible. She's one of the most driven folks that, that I've ever met and especially worked for. Uh, starting TTS from the ground up, I mean, we were a bootstrapped company, really made it work from, you know, she was on the ground meeting with students. She was on the ground teaching. She was, you know, developing curriculum. She was doing everything. Um, and there's nothing that I've ever seen from any of our students, male or female, that leads me to believe that anybody can't do this. Um, it takes work. It takes practice. And she's been the first to tell all the students that she interacts with is if you want to do something, you, you want to do it right. You have to put the work in. Um, and gender has nothing to do with that in the tech industry. I mean, I'm sure you've seen that here firsthand. Some of the most capable people, anybody can be capable. Um, and especially in tech, in the tech world. There's such a gender disparity um, overall, and there's uh, just some some myths about the you know the tech industry as a whole, and and uh, we really want to make sure that everybody has an equal footing, um, especially here in San Antonio where it's so it's so ripe for the taking, it's so new comparatively to you know the West Coast, you know the Silicon Valley, Austin area. Um, we really want to make sure that we can you know have a, a great impact here in San Antonio with uh, women and men. Um, but like you mentioned, there's nothing that would lead me to believe that, that a woman can't be the best developer on any team. Um, we've seen some fantastic ladies come through the program who put everything that they had, you know, all the time, all the effort, um, really wanted to make it worth it. Um, and they're doing some fantastic things here in San Antonio and I can't wait to see what they do in the future. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm an employer out there listening as well, and so you have folks coming through getting these skills, uh, is there a way for an employer to contact you if they wanted to be hiring recent graduates? Without a doubt. Again, you can email me, brian at techtalentsouth.com, or go online. Um, you can find all of my information there, and, and we can get in contact. One of the great parts about my job is I post positions frequently, daily. Um, I want We have our internal job board that I post positions to, and I'm always updating that with every local tech community or tech organization here in San Antonio, as well as some remote positions um, to go along with that. Because I know some people, you know, really want to work from home or want to have those options. They have a life that, that, you know, requires that. And so we want to make sure that um, for employers out there who are looking to hire some of our grads, get in contact with us, get in contact with me. I'll be happy to, to send some people your way who I think would, would fit uh, what you're looking for. Yeah. And you're listening to Cyber Talk Radio on 1200 WAI. So this week I've been uh, joined by Brian Garcia, the San Antonio community organizer for Tech Talent South. He's out doing events uh, like this, joining me on Cyber Talk Radio, but uh, he also 
uh, runs some Thursday evening uh, meetups and events uh, that you can come to and learn more about Tech Talent South for free and learn some useful uh, skills of entrepreneurs to code, uh, teaching entrepreneurs to code and understanding why coding is important for entrepreneurs is one example. But what are some of the ones that uh, folks uh, go onto your website at techtalentsouth.com and uh, down to the San Antonio page and they, they go to those meetups? What sort of uh, things will be uh, on there, some example events that they may be able to go attend? Yeah, I've done uh, just recently. I did a, a boot bootstrap and brews event where you know folks came out wanted to learn a little bit more about bootstrap, um, how it's implemented every day. We we went through some examples. I also had some some uh, refreshments there, some beer for everybody to to kind of enjoy on a Thursday afternoon. I've done JavaScript and Java, um, not Java the language, Java the coffee. Um, so we go in the morning, we talk about JavaScript. I buy some coffee. We have a you know a really great relationship with the community here, I, and I want to try and do as many community events as possible. I want to you know go to every coffee shop I can and have some or host some different events there. I want to get the community involved here in San Antonio because I, I grew up here. Um, outside of three years in my professional career, I've lived here my whole life, and so I've seen the people that that live here. And we we're a little slower. We 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 move on a on a different pace. Um, which is great. That's very San Antonio, and that's what I do. I want to invigorate the San Antonio community, uh, the tech community specifically, to get everybody excited about learning something new, doing something different, even if you don't want to be a developer. And I tell people all the time, I have no want to be a developer. That's just not, I'm, I wasn't wired that way, but I took a class because it teaches you to think logically. It teaches you to think outside the box, do something a little different. I mean, it gives you a skill that you never know in the future can come in handy. If I had a great app idea, I wish I did. Um, I'm still working on it. But if I had a great app idea and I didn't know how to code, now I have to have somebody else do it for me. I have to hire somebody to do it for me instead of having my own, you know, way about going about everything. So we want everybody to be able to to gain a new skill, even if it's simple HTML and CSS. And I say simple, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Yes. Grand scheme of things. Exactly. Um, Learn it, do it, try it. And, and I tell folks all the time who come to the classes, I want you to try an online course first. See if you like it because it's not for everybody. Um, there's plenty of free resources out there from YouTube, uh, Treehouse. You can, you yeah. know, the list Co goes Code on. Academy. And on. Code I mean. Academy, W3 School. Uh, the list goes on and on. And, and I want people to, to jump in and I want them to try it. Some people can learn on their own. And there's plenty of great developers who have learned code not through school not through a boot camp um, they just sat down and did it i know i'm not one of those people i have to be able to ask questions i have to be able to, to talk to people around me um, and i know that there's plenty of people like myself who need that opportunity to talk to somebody if that's the case come talk to me um, we can we can help you out and if not i can point you in the right direction to get you on the road because at the end of the day uh, the tide raises all boats um, and we want San Antonio to be at the forefront of the tech community in the future. Uh, we know that, you know, we're very grateful for Austin. And I tell my colleagues at TTS all the time, I'm very grateful for Austin only being 70 miles from here because it's close enough. But people, companies will start to see that the Austin community is, is getting more and more crowded every day. And San Antonio has a different way of life. And there's still some fantastic opportunity here in, in town. Um, so we're getting a lot of that bleed through. We're getting folks that are interested in Austin to take the class. They know it's not a far drive in the morning. They can make it work. 
Yeah. If you live in, if you happen to say, if you live on the, the south side of Austin, you may be able to get down to the Tech Talent South campus before you could get up to the domain. I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't put it past them. Our instructor, our instructor actually comes up from Austin or down from Austin, I should say. And he makes it work every day. Yeah. And so I bet he doesn't live north of 2222. I, I think he lives close to the domain. Oh dear. I, I could be wrong, but I, I think he goes around. I was toll road time. Yeah, yeah. I think he takes the toll road in, which, you know, again, he makes it work. And, yeah. and when people want to make it work, um, I, I want to help them out as m- much as I possibly can. I tell folks all the time, people who bet on themselves on themselves are my favorite people. People who have a great idea and, and give everything to that. People who want to better their life. I, you know, I commend them tremendously because I know the impact that they can have that, that one dream or that one vision that they take, they can make it fantastic. And the San Antonio community needs more people like that. Yeah. So you, you had said you don't want to be a software developer yourself in the the long run, but you went through one of these classes. Uh, you've successfully learned all the stuff we've been talking about things uh, on the program here uh, where you, you clearly have that base and core of, of knowledge. Now, when you came into that programming uh, class, what sort of tech background did you have at that point in time? Other than coding for MySpace when I was in high school, simple HTML, uh, nothing. I had taken a class in, in high school. We, we learned C Sharp. And I remember doing some different programming, but I didn't take it serious. I, I wish I had. I wish I had. Most a, high school students don't take yeah, unfo- anything seriously. Unfortunately, I was I was caught up in other things, I guess. But um, I wish I had taken it a little more serious at the time when I had more you know time available to me. Because now I realize how important it is to have, a you know, again, a foundational knowledge of development of code. And it just makes every part of your life easier. As I said, I don't have any desire to be a software developer. I'm happy with the role that I'm in now. But I also see the benefit of learning uh, software development. Again, thinking outside the box, thinking a little more logically. That's forced me to, to think about problems in a different way, to see problems in a different way. And also to see you know, my colleagues, they can do something different. I can do something different and we can have the same end goal. Um, just like in code, there's no one way to write a program. Everybody can do it a little differently, um, but collaboration is huge, and, and it, it makes everything much, much smoother in the long run. Yeah, and if, if you have that base knowledge, it's like if you were going to hire someone to come out and remodel a bathroom at your house. If you've never tried to do anything yourself there, you don't know if they say it's going to take six months to remodel this bathroom, and I need to charge you all this money um, this happens to many business owners out there. They don't have the fundamental knowledge, and I, I wish everyone in the tech industry was forthright and upfront and fair and clear, but there's many folks out there that will take advantage of the fact that you're a business and it looks like you're making a lot of money, and they'll charge you a number maybe that's bigger than if you you had gone and learned some of the things to ask the right questions, to be able to kind of pressure test the bid or the quote that you're getting from a technology provider. Um, if you don't know, there are folks that will take advantage of that and charge you what you can afford and not necessarily what their cost for that project actually should be. It, you exact, you're exactly right. Uh, just last night, as I mentioned, I had a meetup on why entrepreneurs should learn to code, and that was one of the reasons. If you have a foundational knowledge, you're able to then decipher, you know, is this $10,000 bid for my website an actual $10,000 bid? Is it going to, you know, cost them $10,000 worth of their time? Or do they think that I don't know enough about the technology that they can charge me whatever, you know, they see fit? Um, The last thing we want is for people to be, you know, ripped off or felt like they were taken advantage of. 
because they didn't have a knowledge, uh, a, a base reference to see what it should cost or what you know how much time it should take. Um, and again, you don't have to want to know how to code, but situations like that arise more frequent or more often than not, um, and you'd be able to to uh, kind of rectify the situation. Yeah, maybe this is, we need, this is a new idea if anyone's in the uh, television industry out there. So there's all these programs where the, the folks get remodeling done in their house and the remodeling is done incorrectly and you've overpaid for it and and the the guy comes out as the, the TV program and fixes it and cleans up after the previous one. We need a, a tech equivalent of that on some tech channel uh, where you've, you've got somebody who hired to get a website built and that website wasn't done correctly and then you you've got the the tv show host that comes back in to uh clean it up and fix it this could be a great youtube channel as well so anyone out there with their own idea to go do this you could uh do your own youtube program of uh coming in and cleaning up after uh, a messy website or a messy code application was built and it didn't get done correctly i think you're you're onto something brett i'm gonna tell you i would uh, i'd definitely watch i think that'd be a fun interesting show and, and you know something relevant i could see your instructors showing some video clips off of that in in classes as well so good good learning tools there yeah so uh if you're just joining us now on the air uh, on 1200 WAI, I've been joined this week by Brian Garcia from Tech Talent South. You'll be able to listen to a full rebroadcast of this episode, as well as all of our past episodes, uh, on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com. This one will go online on Tuesday, March 13th. Uh, we air every Saturday night, and uh, unless the Spurs are playing late, and then we may be uh, on early or on on Sunday, but mostly every Saturday evening. Then uh, we're online on Tuesday uh, following those Saturday night broadcasts with the new episodes uh, on the internet and they will stay there uh, whether it's YouTube or iHeartRadio or your favorite uh, podcasting service iTunes, Pocket Casts or, or any of the other ones you'll be able to find uh, CyberTalk Radio there uh, listen to uh, again this one and uh, other episodes uh, we also take feedback uh, via Twitter and uh, our Facebook page uh, follow us there to keep up with what's going on uh, future guests coming on the programs and if you have ideas and suggestions we've got a box on our website for that as well so, Brian, thank you again for joining us this week and uh, looking forward to uh, Tech Talent South helping us expand our tech workforce here in San Antonio. Awesome. Thanks, Brett. It was, it was a, a big honor to be here. Appreciate it.